Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spark My Muse. I'm your host, Lisa DeLay, and this is Soul School Lesson 201, Divine Participation. If you hear a little excitement in my voice, a little extra energy, all that will be revealed at the end of this episode, and I'm going to invite you to come on a little journey with me that I'm going to share through posts and photographs and maybe some video and all kinds of little interesting things. Stay tuned for that after the main section of this episode today. Today I'm going to be sharing the book, The Divine Heart, Seven Ways to Live in God's Love by Colette Lafia. The recommendation for featuring this book and this author came to me by my friend Carl McColeman. I trust his recommendations very much. And this book does not disappoint. I had to bring it to you and I'm so glad I can share some snippets of it today and point you toward it. Here's a little bit from the back matter of the book. At the core of our being, there is an ever-flowing love relationship with God, and it's here we find meaning in our lives. Awakening to the divine love within ourselves can help us find purpose and meaning, writes Colette Lafia. The Divine Heart offers seven spiritual practices for living God's love and recounts experiences from the author's own journey. Colette is a San Francisco-based writer, retreat leader, and spiritual director. She is the author of Comfort and Joy, Simple Ways to Care for Ourselves and Others, and Seeking Surrender, How My Friendship with a Trappist Monk Taught Me to Trust and Embrace Life. She blogs and offers online retreats at colettelafia.com. That's C-O-L-E-T-T-E-L-A-F-I-A.com. And her book has come out recently with Monkfish, The Divine Heart, Seven Ways to Live in God's Love. And what I'm going to do first is just read the table of contents and you'll get a, a sense of what's going on in this book. What I really love in this book is Colette's tender approach, her very sort of, her very spiritual companioning approach. I would recommend this book be done not alone, again, kind of like my book that it's done with at least one other person or in a small group, because working through this together helps you cover so much more territory and challenges you to go deeper. There are plenty of personal reflections, personal journal reflections in here that she shares, and that kind of invites you to reciprocate in a way with your own. She offers prayer practices and spiritual practices along the way in each chapter, and those really guide us as we read to go deeper into the material in practical, embodied ways. So the table of contents after the permissions and prologue part is a part one, beginnings, awakening to the flow of God's love, and then part two, seven ways, inviting divine love into your life. And then that's broken down into the seven ways, which are receptivity, listening and responding, delight, feeling life's wonders, savoring each moment, expansiveness, trusting our heart's capacity, acceptance, embracing life and who we are, vulnerability, becoming open-hearted, mystery, dwelling in the mystery of love, gratitude, relaxing and enjoying the relationship, and then there's part three, living love. As you can tell from these section titles, there's just so many rich things in here that she explores. 
On page 14, I love how she describes this. The mystery of God is experienced only by participation. I am so on board with how that is said and and how we live that out. We can talk about God all we want to each other. We can debate about the finer points of, of doctrines or Bible stories. But when we're speaking about the ground of being, God as all in all, the lover of our soul, that's experienced through participation, participation in the life of God and participation in the image bearers of God in their lives, in real relationships, in real presence with others. And that's why learning spiritual practices and and prayer and being involved with those things and intimately and vulnerably in the lives of other people can really be what makes the difference in the life of faith. And when I speak about the life of faith, I'm really speaking about the life of spirituality, which is to say, being alive. There's a section on page 55 I'd like to read. It says, every day we are alive in the gift of creation within divine love. As our desire for delight and intimacy grows, we become more aware of the boundaries we impose on our heart. Can you stand in delight and live with the sense that God delights in the wonder of your being? Do you recognize the amazing life force within you? Delight is about awakening, recognizing that we're living together in the wondrous gift of creation. From the rose to the ocean, from the lions to our fellow human beings, interconnected and interdependent in the oneness of matter and spirit, as one life and one living body. At times we grow weary with problems and anxieties pressing on us. We feel stuck and can't access delight or feel a desire to savor. In moments like these, when we have what St. Paul calls a thorn in our flesh, bring your thorns, anxieties, stresses, problems into your love relationship with God. Paul teaches that even when we're weary, rushed, or anxious, we can still allow God to embrace us fully. Not to wait till we're some perfect person or image of who we think God wants us to be or who we think we should be. We need to trust that the Spirit will help us handle our thorns, those tender and resistant places, and we can find in them invitations for faith greater than we can grasp, our small but necessary offering to any new change or encounter. I'm going to skip up and read a piece of page 143 to give you a second taste of this book. And I don't want to read too much. I kind of feel that that would spoil it. I want you to go out and get this beautiful book. See for yourself what is contained therein. Page 43 is talking about the seventh invitation, gratitude. First talks about gratitude being a rich way of appreciation, finding contentment through blessing, praise, thankfulness. To deepen our capacity for living gratefully, we need to expand our sense of ourselves, our lives, and the sacred. When my father was in his 70s and suffering from regret, 
He told me his constant prayer was, Lord, make me grateful for all the events in my life. Gratefulness is a force, a spirit that gives us life. There are many times we can't connect to gratitude. We meet places of resistance, places where we feel stuck. In those moments, we can let ourselves feel the resistance, engage with interest, curiosity, and compassion, and attempt to befriend our resistance and learn from it. What is its message? It could be helping us see how we lose our connection to ourselves through comparison, disappointment, frustration, lack of forgiveness, or lack of self-acceptance. We realize our inability to feel gratitude is not negative. It's something deep and tender within us calling for our attention. This tension of opposites we experience can lead to transformation, especially when we respond with self-care and self-compassion. As we begin to notice our habitual patterns, welcoming all our feelings and thoughts that arise and addressing them as needed, we begin to cultivate an inclusive relationship with gratitude. Gratitude is a practice, and it is a healthy and valuable antidote for taking things for granted and not recognizing life's miracles. Colette is a tender guide, a shepherd, really. And I urge you to get her beautiful book, The Divine Heart, Seven Ways to Live in God's Love. Now on to the little surprise I have for you. As I mentioned last week, I dropped my daughter off at college. And she is a nutrition and dietetics major going for a five-year accelerated master's program. Of course, that is yet to be determined as she has to qualify for such things. But since she has left, I feel like I have all this extra time because our relationship was very connected and we talked a lot. And having her gone from the nest makes me feel like I have a kind of new lease on life in a way because my mothering her has come to a very abrupt change. And so I decided that I wanted to be a lot healthier. In recent months, my blood tests have shown to be off in a few areas, not extreme enough to cause concern or need medication, but essentially I'm insulin resistant, pre-diabetic, and I have had terrible pain with inflammation for quite a long time. And so I decided based on those things to take some real changes in how I eat and what I eat. Over the last eight days, I've seen dramatic changes really dramatic changes. And I could show you the pictures and I could show you the recipes and I can show you what I've been doing and, and the resources that have really helped me. And I'm going to do that on my Patreon site, which is essentially where I blog now. My site that has been a blog, which is sparkmymuse.com or lisadelay.com, is essentially for my audio. But where I'm blogging is at patreon.com forward slash sparkmymuse. Some of the posts there are free and some require that you support my work to get them at a dollar. Not a dollar a post, a dollar a month. 
of course, if you're interested in supporting my work so I don't have to get those odd jobs to keep paying the bills, you can support at higher amounts, $5, $10, or whatever you'd like, and whatever you can afford. But if you chip in a dollar, you'll get access to this kind of journey I'm on, and it's a remaking of my physical body. I've been taking journeys within to the unseen world, and now time has come to really pay attention and focus on my material body, this beautiful, wondrous thing that God has given me. Pay attention to the chemistry side of it. Stop the sugar addiction I have. Eat nutritious foods. And so I invite you to journey along with me. If you want to have a little support for also eating better, this would be a place to do it. We could do it together. And if you don't care at all about this, that's totally fine too. Not everybody's going to want to follow along in this sort of way. But if you're curious as to what I'm doing and how it's working, come by and see what's up. I'm excited to show you the results. And it's a time of newness and joy in my life. And I'm happy to share it with you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Go back in the archives at sparkmymuse.com and see over 400 audio episodes. Go back a few years and see who you've missed and the different topics I've covered. Thank you so much for supporting me. And I hope you can get my book, The Wild Land Within. One of the things I noticed in Colette's book is that we both covered the story of the little prince. And when I saw that, I, I thought, for sure, for sure, we must be soul siblings. And that's another reason why I wanted to cover her book on this podcast. If you buy Colette's book or happen to cross paths with her in real life or online, tell her I sent you. Be blessed. <laughs>